This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel, joined by Daniel McDonald. It is Thursday, the 20th of January, 2022. This is oh. episode 194. Uh, Damon, how is everything? How is life? Life is a ball of. I just made up a song. I'm making up an old song. That's ah, fine. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do? <laughs> I, I, I don't really have anything new. Uh, I've. Like, I made a silly purchase that no one's going to care about, but... Um, oh, I've got a story for you about a silly purchase. Really? That mentioned that, yeah. All right. Well, I made a silly purchase. I'll go first. I made a silly purchase. I bought a, a pair of game-used hockey skates from one of my favorite hockey players. Uh, said it cost a lot of money. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, how cool would it be to have that? So it sounds a pair of hockey skates is in a display case in my office as we speak. I turn around looking right at it. John Tavares. Why, why is that silly? Um, because like like here's the thing. So my best friend was over the bar and I told him, and he looked at me like I I lost my head. And he's like, well, what are you gonna do with that? I said, well, I'm just going to have it. It's cool, right? I mean, that's John Tavares. My favorite team. One of my favorite players. I was like, eh, I, uh, I don't know, dude. Doesn't do anything for me. It was like it was like a fart in church. I felt like, oh, well, geez. Right? So I love it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but it's just, it's, I mean, you know, it's a frivolous birthday treat for myself. So um, there you go. That's, that's what it's all about, David. In the 2022, the year of our Lord. You got to treat yourself. I agree. Some Is people he... treat themselves with a little bar of chocolate or a bag of crisps. You treat yourself with and a bond. Two hundred hockey star. Why not? Yeah. This is one of the luxuries of the the double income, no kids lifestyle. It kind of is. You can afford to do stuff like that. Yeah. So I is. say enjoy it. Thank you. I. You know what? I appreciate that. I will. I'll go buy another pair. <laughs> I really, I was really leaning. Well, here's the thing. I was going to go to Vegas, um, because the NHL All Star Game is in Vegas this year, birthday week. I figure. I mean, come on. That sounds like sounds like right up my alley here. We could we could really do this right. And then COVID stuff like ramped up again. I got a little like, oh, do I really want to do this? And then I'm like, oh, I got to fly out there. Uh, what if everything closes? What if players don't, you know, it's just got to this big thing of, uh, it's just more stress than it's worth. And I was like, I'll just stay home and fucking do something. So Charlotte was like, well, listen, what do you want? And I told her what I wanted and she was cool with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, what, I mean, I mean, I told you it was a boring story. Tell me your story. What did you buy? So, well, tell me it was good. Tell me it was good. Well, you, you are a big part of this story, David. Oh so. my God. Often it's difficult for parents to get young children to sleep. White noise machines are quite popular in uh-huh. that regard. So I did a lot of research. This was before Esther was born. So this was about nearly three years ago. I started the ball rolling on this. 
researching what is the best white noise machine and I identified one that everyone said was great which is basically just a big fan and the sound of the fan apparently the authentic sound of the fan not a sort of digitally reproduced one the authentic sound of the fan is apparently very soothing for babies and helps them sleep so okay. I found one that I liked ordered it the only place I could find it was in the US so I ordered it and you very kindly let me send it to your home ah so it went to your home and then you very kindly, uh, so that was in yeah, late 2019, then you very kindly brought it with you to oh, Tokyo yeah. okay. in January 2020 when we last met, That's right. we met for Wrestle Kingdom 14, gave it to me. So of course I took it back to Shaman, my, my home at the time in China. And then obviously I didn't bring it with me to Thailand when we were giving birth to Esther because I was expecting that we'd be back in a month or two. So I left that in China. <laughs> Funny. Stuck in China, so of course, you know, I've got this baby, but no white noise machines. I've got a white noise machine sitting in its box, collecting dust, literally. Uh, but finally, we managed to get it shipped over, along with all our other stuff, last summer. And of course, with Arthur on the way, looking for, great, I'm finally going to get to use my white noise machine after it's been... Oh, don't <laughs> you know, Where's this thing built? Probably built in China, sent to the US, then brought by you to Japan, then brought to China... And then it's been around the world. To Thailand. Yeah. It's been around the world. So I was like, okay, great. Took it out, plugged oh. it in, and uh, it exploded because oh my of the God. voltage difference in Thailand. Oh my God. <laughs> it exploded? Yeah. Holy I fuck. It in and then it's just like this really foul smell. Motors burnt out. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I tried to do a bit of research. I was like, oh, yeah, the voltage is different here. Oh. No. Because you have started a fire from a dumb sound machine. Well, look, I'm I'm grateful that I tested it first and not just like yeah. put one of my kids to sleep, plugged it in, and went to bed. Oh my god! Holy crap! Oh my god! This that just confirms. I just I could not handle kids. Uh, it's too much. When when you got sound machines that are fucking self imploding, uh, no, I can't. I no, I, that that is terrible. Wow, that's that's frightening. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, well, did you get did you get another one then? Uh, I th- might have ordered one. I can't remember. I just ordered so much rubbish on the internet these days. Actually, I've got a really good. I've got a sort of like galaxy star projector thing that projects sort of like aurora borealis style colors and stars and stuff on the any surface. And Esther loves that. So. Oh yeah. You it know? Do you know what? Fun. If I say the term uh, a white elephant, do you know what that means? Like around Christmas time. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you. It's like this thing where you get a gift and people can steal that gift. Um, and uh, it's just ridiculousness. Honestly, it's I, I hate it. The idea of it is really just awful. But okay, great. So so I'm doing this dumb white elephant thing. And someone gifted me a light like that, but it was the cheapest one ever. It's, it's It was supposedly a sunrise. It, chill, this will take it was a piece of shit, right? Uh, garbage, and I, I nobody took it from me. I, I got stuck with it. This this it went right in the trash. <laughs> it went right in the trash. <laughs> I threw that fucking <laughs> thing right out. It was hard. They're not listening. Uh, please, they don't even know. No, they. This person would not even have any concept or clue of what this is, what this is about. None of it. But it was like, uh. here's the thing. It was a work thing, and there was a. 
they like, oh yeah, we forgot we're gonna do this. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking, I don't, I don't care. I'm not doing. Uh. But then I felt like oh, I gotta, I gotta be the guy that, that you know. I don't want to be the squeaky wheel. So everybody rushes within like an hour of this online Zoom call to have our little holiday party. But everybody's scrambling, spending. Fi- Stop! It was it's ridiculous. Like everybody spent fifteen dollars on a gift, and then we exchanged fifteen dollar gifts. Stupid! I think that might be the dumbest. That if if this ever comes up again, you write this down somewhere in a notebook. The dumbest thing about the holidays, white elephant. It's it it is horseshit. Thank you. Yeah, uh, my place of employment did Secret Santa. You familiar with Secret Santa? I mean, the idea of uh, you pick names out of a hat or something, and you, you yeah, buy you them again. Right? Gift, so I, okay, <laughs> I did not take part in that, <laughs> and I left I work hate early. Right, everyone else, so it was this big thing everyone was looking forward to at the end of the last day. Everyone was going to go out to the fields because we're in bubbles; we're not allowed to sort of see each other normally. So everyone was going to go out to the field where we could be properly socially distanced and exchange the gifts and a big Christmas goodbye. I, I left. I didn't go. Oh, did you do the Irish goodbye? <laughs> yeah, I did. As soon as the uh, work was done, I just uh, I went home and I took uh, my children to go and see Santa Claus. So yeah. That was my excuse anyway. I, I had to because otherwise you wouldn't have seen Santa. But <laughs> I don't know. There's something sort of uh, perversely uh, satisfying about <laughs> just completely blowing off social engagement. Oh, isn't is it a great? I told you. I said all this COVID stuff has been the one blessing has been. You just get out of doing shit that you just don't want to do. Like there was some uh, somebody had something that Cheryl had to go to, and I was she's like, I really don't want to go to this. I was like, COVID nineteen. Yeah, not that that you have it. Just be like, ah, you know, I gotta, I gotta. Just, I don't know. Just and we, you know, you can. <laughs> I've got research on a cure. <laughs> right, working right. on another vaccine. Right, right. The best one is the best one is is ah, uh, and it doesn't have to be you. It could be like. Ah, uh, somebody at work was exposed. So I'm just being extra cautious. That's my favorite one. Somebody at work was exposed. Cheryl's had so many people exposed. <laughs> it's been unbelievable. <laughs> like, like, we do use that a lot um, to get out of doing shit. Um, but, uh, you know, but here's the thing, though. She actually has I've had a lot. Um, especially she does all day long is deal with that. Just She just comes home. Just not like like frontline worker deal with it, but like you know employees and the benefits and the health insurance and all that stuff. For and you know they have offices all over the country, so it's like just constant. Like her Sunday nights are, I, she feels like she has to check her email because if she doesn't at least take care of three of the issues that have arisen, that three will compound to 10, 12 by the time she gets in the office on Monday. Like if she doesn't knock out those three or four that come in on Sunday night, she's fucked. So, and that's every, every week, every week she's got to deal with the same dumb shit. It's crazy. But yes, I do use that as a, as a built-in excuse all the time. Love it. But you have kids now too. So you can use that as built-in excuse still. I can't, my kids got to I would actually like to go out and see a friend once in a while. That would be nice. But yeah, how yeah. was the last time you went out to the bar, to the pub? Oh, man. Nearly a year ago. Oh, my goodness. Just had a beer. Yeah. 
that's what I, I want to get back. I want to do my pub quiz again. And I had an invite uh, from a mate to go and do the pub quiz again, but I was just like, I can't. It's because it's just not fair on Mally's. So hence, looking for the living nanny. And once that gets sorted out, then I'm going to be out partying every night. <laughs> <laughs> See Jaw the uh, at that shady street. What's the name of the shady street? The uh, where all the uh, ladies of the we. evening hang out. So a cowboy. I, I would never frequent a place like that. <laughs> tell me the truth. Tell the listeners the truth. Not that you've ever been like been there to 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 get laid, but uh, have you ever been there? Period. Like you just just to see the sights and to see the laughs and see what's going on. Uh, yeah, from a sort of touristic standpoint, I, th- I took. I, I went. I recall going in a group with. WH Park and and my dad <laughs> when they were visiting. Just really? To show you, I just, yeah, because I went there on my stag party, just, you know, oh, look at this. But uh, it was so fun <laughs> that I was saying to my family, I was like, oh, you've got to come as well. You've got to see this. This <laughs> is so cool. It, now, now, is it just, it's just like l- going to the zoo? <laughs> right. Hey, it's just bars and prostitutes, right? Sex workers. Yeah. Even. Okay, sex workers. What's the difference? I don't know. Okay, that's, I, that's, sure. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to offend anyone here. You know, I don't. You know, our listeners. Uh, I was just there for sort of a purely uh, sort of cultural. Just you know, taking this. This is a big part of the country and its culture. So I need to. Oh yeah. See for myself what it's like, like yeah. Louis Theroux and the documentary. You, mean you and your dad. <laughs> no, right. That's terrible. I'm no, sure. Never mind. Okay. So, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, then. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I'm really curious about that. Like, give me a, how many blocks is it? Like, four blocks, three blocks? Uh, it's, it's shorter than you think. It's just about, I don't know, 300 meters approximately. Right, let me do my. Calculator, <laughs> just throwing you off guard with it. <laughs> Metric I, units. There. I have to convert that to Fahrenheit now, right? Don't I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's that's exactly seventy-two degrees. Um, all right. So what? Uh, so it's like a block, maybe a block or two, if that. Yeah. It's, okay. It's not that long. Though. All right. And how many bars? It's just is it all bars though? They're all yes. open. Yeah. All right. Would you say that one bar had particularly better looking uh, sex workers than others? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, <laughs> I wasn't. They really were all going to appraise grading their attractiveness. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I would figure you'd have a spreadsheet. You'd have a like <laughs> mapping that up, like the, the grapple equivalent. But <laughs> right, right, a power rating, right, right. Uh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is online. I bet you there is. I bet you if I looked it up, there's some some guy did a rating of that. I did a rating. Yeah, I bet that'd be fun. I, I mean, imagine rating that. I mean, listen. again, when this when the New Japan podcast doesn't work out, there we go. We've got enough oh, project to work. Yeah, now we're talking. I mean, it's like bad pizza. You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna you know, <laughs> right? God. You know, it's, pizza's terrible. Still pretty fucking good. All right, yeah, we do a podcast about pro wrestling, unfortunately, not about uh, ladies of the evening, but um, we do have a very special show today, don't we, Joel? Yes, uh, we will, I promise, we will deliver our end of year awards, so that is on the docket, so you can look forward to that, and see who is our wrestler of the year, match of the year, uh, show of the year, tag team of the year, junior of the year, unsung wrestler of the year, most improved wrestler of the year. Biggest disappointment 
of the year and then favorite and least favorite wrestler of the year. So look forward to that, listeners. Uh, we have that coming up. Just want to deal with a few little news items first, though. Uh, Kazuchika Okada is now in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. 92%. So very strong voting in favour of the Raymaker there. Was there any doubt for you that he was going to make it in the first time? No. And and people will argue, well, he's young and he still has a, a huge body of work and blah, blah, blah. Nah, he gets in. He's headlined. Here's, here's the criteria. Has he headlined... Big shows, like big shows of the year, yes. Uh, was he a centerpiece of a promotion? Yes. Um, match quality absolutely hits the mark. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the face of New Japan for quite a few years. So, um, yeah, I mean, just and, and again, that's just the way Dave's Hall of Fame is in the sense of, I mean, you know, he has the criteria of a certain age limit and. It is what it is. So meeting that criteria, yeah, he's he's a shoo-in. 90-something percent, huh? There's only a few people that have gotten that high mark, right? Yeah, I want to know who's his 8% that didn't think he was worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. Right. What does he have to do? Like, what else would he have to do to, to make him a Hall of Famer in, in that, that those people are eyes? Like, I, I would love to hear that. Maybe those it was are... his merchandise. His merch is rubbish. Oh, please. There you are. It is. I will give you that. It, his merch is – like – I was going to say, name me a top guy, but honestly, you could go on WWE shop, and I'm sure you could pick out a thousand <laughs> t-shirts that are just like this. Is, I would never be caught wearing this shit. I mean, I saw there was some graphic with the top five merch sellers. I can't remember what the time period was, but recently, and it's it was Tanahashi, Naito, Hiromu, Desperado, and Great Okan. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, seeing Despi and, and Okan there. But then I was like, where's Okada? Why is this guy not still shifting huge amounts of merch being the centerpiece of this company. But uh, all this stuff is it's rubbish, isn't it? He had one T-shirt that was halfway decent. Um, and I, I think I got it at, in Long Beach. And it was like, uh, I forget even what, I, what it said, but it had like Sex Pistol-y um, font, you know, kind of like, it was, it looked, it reminded me of like, uh, never mind the Bollocks album. Um <laughs> That was about the only one that I would even remotely consider wearing. Yeah, garbage, garbage merch. But I mean, like I said, what else, what else would he have to do? Is it like major, like not nothing in the United States? Is is it that? Because there are people that are like that. Like if you if you haven't made it big in the United States, then you don't deserve to be in. There are people that that are like that. Well, let's not forget the big IWGP title defense he had against Cody. So, <laughs> I bet. Right. Yeah. That was massive. That was massive. I believe that was in Long Branch or Long Branch, Long Branch, Long Branch, New Jersey, home, home of Monmouth College. Uh, no, Long Beach, California, right? Was that in Long Beach? Was I there for that? I think so. A memorable event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right. I can't remember. I just remember the second night being so hungover. I just, the second night couldn't end quick enough i was just so hurting i remember sitting outside one time and there was like these three food trucks out there and just to smell the food it was probably fantastic food i was just like oh my god i don't want to smell anything i'm so sick and then i watched a young bucks match (laughs) 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 kidding of course kidding of course um, all right, so good job by him. Uh, Hall of Famer. Anybody else that we know uh, in the Hall of Fame? Anybody else that would be important? 
I don't know. I have not researched that. So. Okay. Moving on to our next topic, which is uh, New Japan Strong. We had a nemesis from Hollywood, the Vermont in Hollywood, Los Angeles. Yeah. First match was Kevin Knight and Carl Fredericks defeating... Uh, oh, no. Well, one thing I want to point out that I thought was really funny. Kevin Kelly shouting at Alex Kozlov for doing the intro twice. So they have like their, their cutaway intro at the start where they you know, say, oh, welcome to the show. We got this, this. And then footage cuts to them on commentary with the wrestlers coming out and Alex Kozlov's like, welcome to the show. We've got Kevin's. We already did that. <laughs> it's very, very funny. I wonder um, if, if, I wonder if he legitimately, I mean, you know how people say stuff and they're like, it comes across as a joke, but there is some deep, deep truth to the joking around the ribbing. I oh yeah. But it, it was a, an absolute taking him to task, but then a little chuckle at the end of me, like, ah, you know, it's all good. Nice elbow in the ribs. I, I know the pattern. I recognize it. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. So, first match Kevin Knight and Carl Fredericks defeating Bateman and Mysterioso. So, Carl Fredericks getting a pin uh, over Mysterioso after 10 minutes, four seconds with an MD. Uh, weirdly, my biggest takeaway from this match was I'm actually starting to really like Bateman. I thought he stood out really? the most out of all four guys here, which. Uh, I don't, you know, that's not an indictment on the other three, but I just, I'm, I'm enjoying Bateman and this sort of kind of grimy psychopath aesthetic, and he just seems to be, I don't know, dare, dare I say, growing with com- growing in confidence. He's a, you know, he's a veteran. He's been doing this a long time, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying his work. He's sort of landing the strikes a bit stiffer. Seems to be uh, finding his place. So I am a Bateman enjoyer. Oh, look a at proud you. stray dog. Army enjoy. So there you go. Make my no apologies for that. I can honestly say he's not one of my favorites. <laughs> no, I know. I'm going to be the only person on the planet saying that properly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, an ROH fan when I was, I can't remember how it came up, but they said, Oh, you've got Bateman as well. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's not, not one of the, the people that I, that I, that I go out of my way to uh, tune in for, but um, it's funny because I we have the, uh, the our year end awards, of course, and people vote for their least favorite wrestler, and I like looking to see. I like looking at the um, the you know the, the stray <laughs> the stray votes the stray bullets, uh, and he picked up a couple, and I was like, hmm, would I have voted for him? Like I don't, I don't think anybody owns strong was fair was fair game for me. I, I don't I would not put Bateman on on that list. Like if I had to vote for three people, he would not. I mean, he's he's a heel, Damon. He's a bad guy. These people are getting worked. These four people that have voted <laughs> for him for not. least favorite. So that means he's doing his job right. So I well think I, I hope our listeners are sharper than that. I hope I I I think they are. I uh, sometimes I have doubts. <laughs> really? Yeah. You think so? Would you say our would you say our listenership? Let's 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 put it out here. Let's cancel the show right now. Would you say our listenership is sharper than most? Yeah, I yeah, I would so. say so. I think to, to be sticking with us this long, then. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be smart cookies. All right, very good. I think so too. I love our listeners. I do. Trust me. I, do, I actually do. I really I appreciate yeah. it. Okay, uh, second match, Brody King defeating Dave Dutra in 6 minutes, 31 seconds. Like what? So bomb. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's 
glorified squash match, really. But it's always fun to see Brody King. Uh, Bash says, do you think New Japan missed out on not signing Brody King to a proper contract? I know he's in AEW and probably can still work for New Japan on strong, but I really think they missed out on signing him exclusively. Do you think this is something New Japan needs to work on more? Uh, more exclusive deals for talent, or has that gone out the window now due to the times we're in? Uh, yeah, I think no one in their right mind is going to sign an exclusive deal with New yeah. Japan at the moment. Like, it's just... Why would they do that? Why would they... Uh, restrict themselves to work in tape shows in front of 250 fans, you know? It right. does not make any... It doesn't make sense for either side, actually. You know, why would That's you what Japan waste money locking someone down to an exclusive deal when they're only going to use them, like, for a few days a month, if, if that? Yeah. I mean, they, there's no upside to... In this climate, no. Any, anybody getting signed to any two-year deal. That's just... It's just not smart for the the wrestler. Like, why would they do that? Because if and when this does open up, I I would think options, like it's going to be a weird time in pro wrestling. Not to say that the past two years haven't, but when it, when it does um, open up man, it's going to be a lot, I think there's going to be a lot more people itching to be a free agent. I definitely think so. Um, And yeah, the company, the company's not making money, right? I mean, right? How could they possibly be? Uh, they're not. Well, here's the thing. Here's how they possibly could be. Right, let's 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 lay it out there. I know we're yeah, talking about to do it to, to, to make make it rain. So you know they're all standing around Sugabayashi, Obari. They go, Kazushka, can you can you do that? Can you make the rain come out? It's just like no, I can't actually make the money appear. Just to get your own. We've seen it. We've seen it. Double the sky. There's just backstage people just putting handfuls of it in front of fans. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is like tearing up their financial plans. Like, oh, God. Shredding documents. Um, it's not going to work. Did I hear this right? And I know, again, we are talking about strong. But um, I heard uh, Bushy Road stock took a little hit. Am I wrong in that? I don't know. Uh, listen, you gotta follow. You gotta follow the uh, Japanese stock. No, I don't. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. You have to. It's important. Everything's I don't know. I just, to I, the business side of it. I know the business side of it is important, but it's not that interesting. Boring. So I could talk yeah. about it. Yeah. All people right. Listen. Bashing each other. That uh, speaking of people bashing each other, third match here was Jonah defeating David Finley. Eight minutes twenty second with his tsunami, the big splashes us from the top. Uh, I am really enjoying Jonah. I think he's a, a breath of fresh air. Really hope he can make it over to Japan at some point and reunite TMDK. That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, what's your feelings on Jonah so far? I mean, there's nothing not to like. I think they're doing it really, really well in the sense of I like the idea of him looking powerful, looking strong, pardon the pun, mowing through people. I like the fact David Finley's lying down like that. We all love that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like actually actively cheering against David Fink, like oh, he was too. the heel. <laughs> yeah, is it amazing? Like what you, like what what triggers that inside of you now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that funny? Um, yeah, it was that was fine. I like I, I'm a tr- a firm believer if you're if if you're going to do things right, and I, lo- I and here's the thing too. I also love the fact that you know there are enhancement talents that are brought into these shows to get over guys. Right, so David Finney, officially an enhancement talent. When wasn't he? (laughs) 
Well, there was that brief moment last year. When he won Remember the that World little New Japan Cup run he had? Yeah. And he, he he beat Jay White, didn't he? He sure did. He beat Jay White in the New Japan Cup and then had a really good match with Osprey in the semi-final. So yeah. I think it was the semi-final. And now he's uh, in Hartsman talent. So there you go. The, the cruel twists and turns that life brings. Talk about a guy who, who, you know, all the rumblings of him wanting, you know, wanting to do NXT and all the rumblings of his dad, you know, basically to say, what, that his son was misused? Was that what the, what the gist of it was again? Um, yeah, now they're, they're... It's all about the rumblings in Jonas' tummy, am I right? <laughs> well, now it's... Nobody, nobody's going nowhere. People are, people are getting cut left and right from that promotion. So he might be just very happy where he is right now, right? Right. Right. Just one last quick note on Strong. So I've sent you a tweet you from sure Fred Rosser, which has a screenshot of a text message from his dad. Could you read? Would you mind reading the message that Fred Rosser's dad? A dramatic reading. All right. I could do that. And again, this is Fred Rosser's dad that you said. Okay, it's circled. Uh, all right, here we go. <clears throat> Son, I want to ask you why you ain't like other wrestler in several federation. Half of your you new NJPW staff have contract with AEW Impact 2. You seem so small now. Why can't you get big like them? <laughs> This is what my wife says to me all the time. <laughs> I feel you <laughs> I feel you got a band on you to move up. Why are they hating in you? The others get contract on them for AEW. You made this point already. May, uh, poorly, by the way. The others get contract on them for AEW or impact contract. You only do it once or twice per month. Wow. What a sentence. Even Brody King signed with AEW with Malika Black. What about you? Why don't they want you? And look at the time that message was sent to him. That he must he was up with me. 3:48 a.m. Imagine that. Imagine your dad texting you <laughs> that cyberbully at 3:48 in the middle of the night. What is going on? He had to have a couple of pops in him, I hope. Block the hate, Fred. Block your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a what a what a text message that is. And I read that exactly as it was written, by the way. And like there was no uh, my the words were the words were. Whew. Well, what was his answer? I see a picture of <laughs> he just said it. He couldn't even be bothered to reply properly. <laughs> just said like a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> right. What do you? How do you respond to that? Right. How do you respond? Wow. Wait. All right. Well, Dad's hating on Fred. That's not good. He's going to be a star. We relax. Yeah, pop. He'll be good. Yeah. You're, I mean, we got a, we got a we got a COVID situation going on here. Right. We got a, we got a pandemic. Let's 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 just wait a minute. Just wait a second here. He's he's in the feud of the year. You know, he's in uh, one of the more interesting things in New Japan. Well, you, your son's going to be just fine. Promo of the year? Oh, yeah, where he threatens to kill what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. Kids. <laughs> and what? And then, uh, what was it? Rocky Romero? 
Rocky's face. <laughs> Which head in his hands. Yeah. Was that like the Kanye, uh, Mike Myers? <laughs> Remember that? The live uh, uh, I was Katrina the, thing? Uh, yeah. The, the, the Booker T promo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stevie yeah. Ray. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Nice. All right. Here we go. All right. What else we got on the strong? Okay. Last thing I want to talk about before we get onto the awards is Lions Rule, which is a new documentary Urgh. series on New Japan World about the Farley Dojo. And I love stuff like this. Like anything where you get peek behind the curtain to see what it's really like, you know, the sort of the day-to-day struggles of the wrestlers. It's that great series they did a few years ago on the road. Uh, there was that one. I can't remember the name of it, but the one we discussed uh year or two ago you know with Okada like yeah. limping down the stairs and hobbling into an ice bar so more of that please New Japan we love stuff like that so this yeah I just I find it really compelling there's nothing overly dramatic that's happened so far you know just setting up the dojo the backstory for that um guys having to do thousands of squats which you know, <laughs> it's oh man I just I, how long would I last in the dojo I'd probably last about 20 minutes and then I'd be like, okay, oh, no. 20. I think you're, I think you're 19 minutes generous. <laughs> you kidding me? I wouldn't even make it past the Yorkshire. I mean, there's like all these you know, huge sort of like Maori, Tom and Samoan guys <laughs> standing in front of you. Like you've taken the first step. This is only the beginning. This is no joke. You need to step up. Bug time. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be filling my pants at that point. <laughs> Tears. Yeah. I mean, you uh, back in the day, you always heard about the, the the I'm not putting quotes the horror stories of of that that New Japan dojo system and and just before people even got in the ring, you're doing you know 200 squats or even more than that, just crazy amounts. Like you're my I can't imagine doing that. Um, just like again, simple calisthenics. I I I would dare to say, I don't think. I think the I'll put the over under number of seven. Could you do seven true, true to form Hindu squats? Uh, absolutely not. Not with a correct form. I right. do like three, and they'd be like, "No, that's rubbish. You're not doing them properly." Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely go under for myself as well. Five. You think you could do five? Five correct form. I need some time to practice. <laughs> like, if I had to do them cold, no way. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I need to study the form. I'll let you do it tomorrow. So you have until tomorrow. How about that? Can you do five? Is this going to be a new challenge? Oh. If I got to do a video of this? Oh, no, you, you put it out there. I No, no I way, was no. not going there. Could this Eating be a challenge? Stuff, yes. Doing physical activities, no. I'm not... <laughs> Okay, you need a new you need a new piece. sound machine. I'm just saying, you need a new sound machine. I'll buy you a sound machine, whatever one you want. Five Hindu squats, perfect form Hindu squats. It, uh, are you up for the challenge? No. Oh god damn it! I'm not interested. Mally's like motherfucker, <laughs> useless fuck. <laughs> five? What? You can't do fucking five? I couldn't do five. I doubt it. They're hard. They burn their legs. All right, yeah, but the documentary's good. Um, see, I love those shit, but I just I didn't know it was on until late. So, um, how I'm give me, how long are each show? Is each About show twenty minutes? Like really, really oh, easy that's watch. Um, and yeah, let me th- uh, answer a question here from Multiverse Ace. He says, of all the young boys shown so far in the Farley Dojo doc, who are you most invested in? 
the story Rich has told about being chewed out by Rocky after his one match in the Young Lion Cup. Yeah, so that was an interesting part. So you might remember Michael Richards, who was one of the Farley Dojo guys in the Young Lion Cup uh, a couple of years ago. And yeah, he said after one match that he had, Rocky Romero just absolutely destroyed him. Was really? Like, that, that was terrible. You should you don't belong here. Ooh. Yeah, imagine that. So yeah, he was talking about that. And yeah, so just continuing to read the question. Uh, being chewed out by Rocky in his one match in the Young Lion Cup really makes me want to see him succeed when he can get back to Japan. So yeah, that's what these things are all about, really. Having that chance to hear someone's story where you can make a little personal connection with them. Because before, you know, when I watched Michael Richards, I was like, you know, this guy's not great. I'm not interested in him. I don't want to see him anymore. But now we've had a peek behind the curtain and heard his story. There's a bit of a, an in there. There's a hook there. So now it, eventually, you know, if and when he does make it back to Japan and, and gets on a new Japan show, I'm going to be rooting for him because we've got that personal investment here. And that's what these programs are all about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is an easy, simple way to, to, to make those connections. Yeah. They, and, and here's the thing too. Um, I will say that that when WWE does these things, they usually are really good, right? So in a promotion that I actively loathe, even they get that part right. New Japan doing it, they knock they knock the ball out of the park every every time. I remember they did one with Jericho, with him coming in right before the Dome shows, and I thought that was outstanding. Um, the Okada one, outstanding. Yeah, I mean. 20 minutes, that's an easy watch. So, yeah, I'll definitely, that'll, that'll be on my docket uh, this week. Absolutely, I'll catch them. There's two of them right now? Yeah, correct. All right, I'll definitely will tune into those. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into our year end awards then. So, ah. let's kick off with the big one then, rest of the year. So, last year, top three for rest of the year were Hiromu, Naito, and Shingo. This year, top three for rest of the year in third place was El Desperado. With 302 points. Second place, Zack Sabre Jr. with 402 points. In top place was Shingo Takagi, overwhelming runaway victor with 1,176 points. Uh, my picks uh, were in one, two, and three Shingo, Despi, and Okada. Uh, so, yeah, Damon, Shingo Takagi, rest of the year, not even close, was it? No, and, and, and that's not shocking, right? He had such an outstanding year. He was the cornerstone of the promotion in. Arguably the most troubling time of the of the company's existence, um, and again hit the ball out of the park. Yeah, I mean that was, a, and we've talked about we've been talking about it since you know summertime, even even before that it felt like really that he was a shoe in. Like he just seemed like he was on a mission, and yeah, um, the our listeners voted in kind. Uh, yeah, I went Shingo first. Um, I actually went Okada second. Because when I looked at like my year end awards, uh, my kind of like my little write ups, um, like he was in the mix a lot when it came to match of the year. Um, yeah, I had him third, so I'm glad that you singled him out because he's a guy who, yeah, he, I thought he had a really excellent string of matches last year, really good year. Uh, but just because it's Okada, people expect that of him, so. People don't really pay attention when he has a really good match. Yeah, and there were more than a few. Um, and then for the same reason, um, I went a little bit off the board, and I, I try not to do that. I try not to go too far against the grain, but I saw other people voted in, in similar fashion. Um, and it was a little bit 
weird in the sense that we didn't see too much of him. But when we did see him, I felt like it, one, it was impactful. Two, uh, the matches were pretty good that were built up and when, when he was there. And that was Will Ospreay. Um, I put him as third. So, yep, my top three, Shingo, Okada, and Will. Okay, so match of the year then. So last year, top three uh, were Okada Naito from Night 2 at Wrestle Kingdom, Hiromu and Despi from the Best of Super Juniors final, and Okada Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. So my picks for match of the year. Uh, in third place, I went for Osprey. No, uh, third place, uh, Osprey and Zack Sabre Jr. from New Japan Cup. Second place, Shingo and Cobb from Wrestle Kingdom. And first place, Shingo and Osprey from Dontaku. And the listeners voted in third place, Okada versus Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom Night 1 with 245 points. Jay versus Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, 351 points. And first place, Osprey versus Shingo from Dontaku, 472 points. So, yeah, pretty solid margin of victory there. And, I mean, that match was an all-timer for me. Like, one of the, the, the rare matches that make you forget that you're watching the clap crowd and just outstanding just bell to bell a, a, a modern classic in my opinion yeah and I, and I don't know if like again i don't think i had osprey on my short list before looking over my matches of the year and he's in you know two of the three i was like how yeah, can he i pack not- so much into that first few months of the year right right i mean it's really hard to to just hand wave that um so i had to squeeze him in somewhere so uh, in reverse order, third, I had Shingo versus Cobb. Uh, second, I had Okada versus Osprey. And then my match of the year was Osprey Shingo from Don Taco. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, 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 I felt like I had to put Will in the mix um, and at least give him a third place. I think I might have been more generous towards Jay versus Ibushi, which was... Let's be honest, it was an outstanding match. Like one of the best examples of in-ring storytelling, showing the sort of character progression of this Switchblade character breaking apart before our eyes. But their failure to follow up on it, you know, we not saying it was anyone's fault, whatever happened, pandemic, whatever. Uh, but the failure to follow up on that and actually have Jay doing any kind of turn sort of hurt that one in retrospect. And maybe that's unfair. Maybe I should just judge the match based on what it is. But it's, yeah, it was the lack of follow-up that made me not want to put that one in my top three. Yeah, and and I will say this. I, I felt like I had other matches that were, you know, above that. Like, like I, to be truthful, I don't think I have that match in my top five, right? I mean, I have I have Despi and, and Hiromo above that. You know? Um... And, and again, there were, there were a couple others that that were in consideration. I mean, I could I could easily slide Jay and Ibushi in top five. It's not like like if if I really pondered it and what depending upon you know how he felt that day, I could put it in there. Yeah, no doubt. But I know that when I did the ballot, I was like, mm, I don't I don't know. It's, I, I let's put it this way: I knew it wasn't in my top three. Um, our listeners felt a little bit different. And that's cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, it, I it like it was debatable if it was even in my top five what do you think of that yeah controversial uh <laughs> moving on to show of the year then last year the winner was wrestle kingdom 14 night two uh, followed by wrestle kingdom 14 night one and then g1 climax night 13 this year uh, my picks for show of the year were in reverse order resurgence wrestle kingdom night one wrestle kingdom night two the listeners have gone uh, in third place g1 night 10 that was good 36 points 
Wrestle Kingdom Night 1, 777, and then Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, 810. So Wrestle Kingdom shows were far and away above everything else, but very, very close between them. It was a you know, bit of a coin toss, really, between Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 and Night 1. But Night 2 edged it out in the end. Yeah, they usually are like in the top spots, right? And and a lot of times G ones will be in there as well, um, in the mix. Um, yeah, I went uh, Wrestle Kingdom two uh, as number one. I went I went two one G one night ten. Yep. Tag team of the year then. So last year tag team of the year uh, winners were Dangerous Techers followed by Golden Aces and the Chaos Team, Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto. This year, my picks were, first place I went Dangerous Techers, then Chaos, and it was a wash for third place. I really, I, I struggled to pick. I can't even remember who I picked in the end, but uh, the listeners in third place, they've gone for Naito Sanada, 253 points. Second place, Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto, 573, and runaway winners, uh, more than double that score, Dangerous Techers uh, with... 1,230 points. So Dangerous Techers winning two years in a row. and Back to back, yeah. Well deserved, really. I mean, I, maybe part of that is the fact that there wasn't really anyone else, certainly in the heavyweight tag division, coming close. Uh, and they, they dominated in kayfabe, being champions for a lot of the year. But even so, just I thought outstanding work by both of them. The in-ring stuff, the chemistry, the, the backstage promos, just I, I found them tremendously entertaining. And uh, I will miss them this year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if things go as planned or as look as the, they're going in the way in the direction that it looks like they're going, yeah, it looks like we won't have a three-peat. Um, yeah, my my vote, what the hardest one was honestly the third place vote. <laughs> that was like I was like, who am I, who am I going to give that spot to? A little, little bit of a like, oh, like the ultimate booby prize. It felt like. Um, so Techers was first. I did go with Goto, Ishii, and uh, Yoshihashi, um, which, again, kind of speaks volumes to what they were able to accomplish with the Never Six Man titles. Um, and then I went with ELP and Ishimori. Not necessarily that I thought their matches were spectacular, but like it, like they were one of those teams that was holding down the junior tags for, for or, and, and at least in the mix for most of the year. So I kind of tipped my cap to that again not that they were my favorite not that they were um something that i actively looked out of looked out um to 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 see matches more along the lines of all right they they were kind of put in a prominent role and there you go junior heavyweight wrestler of the year last year the winner was hiromu followed by despi and show in third place this year, my picks were in reverse order. Uh, I went for El Fantasmo and second place, Robbie Eagles and first place, Despi. Listeners, third place went for Robbie Eagles, 471 points. Second place, Hiromu, 540 points. And the winner, again, very, very clear winner here, El Desperado, 1,121 points. Wow. Uh, I mean, he, he was, uh, to me, far and away the junior of the year. Uh, not close at all, and the votings reflected that. And I, you know, I thought Despi was so good that I put him second place for rest of the year overall. Just a, yeah. a, a really incredible year. He's come on leaps and bounds, and he finally uh, achieved the potential that I think a lot of Despi fans saw in him way back then. Yeah, Despi absolutely was junior of the year. I'm, maybe I missed. You didn't have Hiromo in your top three? Uh, no, I didn't. Wow, that's that's kind of. I mean, he had a pretty fucking solid year. I mean. He had a rough year too, but like again, I, I looked through that 
match to the year list, his name is is sprinkled all out in there. Um, so I, I I had to recognize that. So um, I went Robbie third because again, certainly not in the in the in the same vein as as the junior tag, but he was he felt like an anchor, and I feel like he shined in that role. Um, you know, really being um, a guy that they counted on for a decent duration, and he sacrificed a lot um, to be there. So I think a well-deserving third. I went Hiromu second, just because again those matches speak for themselves. And Despi, who had a, just a, a a a great year, uh, dare I say, a breakout year, uh, and and this year capitalizing on that momentum. Um, blow away winner by our listeners and our voters, and and it's well deserved. I, I I'm you know I think uh, it's a well deserved win by a, a considerable length. That's saying something. Yeah. In retrospect, I think I was harsh. I think I should put her on win. I'm going to retro retroactively put her on my list because yeah, I'm just looking at the matches, the Ishimori wrestle kingdom match. I really enjoyed the yo best of super juniors final, you know, putting to one side, the, the show shenanigans, right? Uh, that was pretty great. Uh, the docky match at summer struggle, yeah. the Despy draw during best of super juniors. Yeah. That's, I apologize, Hiromu. You're on my list, don't <laughs> worry. Okay, unsung wrestler of the year. Last year, the winner was Hiroshi Tanahashi, followed by Doki and Robbie Eagles. This year, for unsung wrestler of the year, I went for, in reverse order, Rocky Romero, Filthy Tom Lawler, and Taichi. I put in first place. Thank you. The listeners have gone in third place, Taichi, 291 points. In second place, Doki, 336 points. And the winner... The Great Okan, wow. 437 points. So take that, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Dave Meltzer, shit on, he shits on Okan? I think a lot of people do, to be fair. I understand. I mean, he's got a fairly div- divisive style. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love him. I, I think he's great. He wasn't in my list of unsung because I've been singing his praises all year. So he certainly wasn't unsung by us. But uh, from maybe the sort of wrestling media at large, unsung, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I would agree with that. And maybe even the promotion themselves, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, when's he going to get a win? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be nice? Um, I went Ocon third. And, I, and what I tried to think of, 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 like, again, just those things. Like, not our listeners. Not, our, not us talking about it week after week. But, again, wrestling media. Um, even the people that I talk wrestling about. You know, friends and people that hit me up and stuff like that throughout the year. Um, so third was Okan. Second was Tai Chi, who I still think, for whatever reason, has that that stink of 2017 Noah run uh, still on him. And uh, number one, I went with uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, who... If if he wasn't a star before, definitely became a star on Strong. Definitely got in front of even more eyeballs. Hopefully, I mean it's not like Strong's tearing it up with the downloads, but you know I think more people are, are aware of Tom Lawler, um, and I think he's he's done an outstanding job, kind of being the focal point of that promotion. Um, 
So I don't think he gets enough love. I don't think he gets enough love from the promotion themselves. Or for, for the, I mean, maybe the people on strong, but like, you know, you, it's just, it, it's a separate, separate universe. Um, and I can't wait for uh, things to change for him to take a little flight over the Pacific ocean and, and cause some waves over there. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, most improved wrestler of the year. Last year, the winner was Yoshihashi, followed by Doki and Jeff Cobb. This year, most improved wrestler of the year. I picked in reverse order Tamatonga, Fred Rosser, and Jeff Cobb. In our listener votes, third place was Doki with 287 points. Second place, Great Okan with 362 points. And Jeff Cobb, runaway winner, 673 points. Now, this one speaks volumes, really, because I had a chat with you when we were doing the ballot and said, you know, we've had Jeff Cobb uh, doing re- really well in most improved wrestler last year. Can he be on the ballot again? Can he still be most improved? And you co- correctly said, yes, you know, someone can continue to improve. And this, again, says a lot about the enormous strides that Jeff Cobb has made as a wrestler, that he's continued to improve. He had a really good 2020 and he managed to top that and have a brilliant 2021. And he is now one of my favorite people to watch in the promotion. Outstanding. Yeah. I mean, it, it it is true. Like if you look at where he was, you know, a year ago or two years ago to where he is now, it does. I mean, it, there, there's a huge leap there. Um, he, he, I, I feel like he's, he's put it together. Like he's found whatever was missing. So yeah, um, he was my number one choice. My second one was a guy Maybe it was just a matter of of letting him shine and letting him be himself and letting him. And it's a guy that, you know, again, three years ago, two years ago, whatever the case may be, if you said this guy signing with New Japan, I probably would have went on a little rant of what the fuck is this? But lo and behold, Fred Rosser, right? I mean, I, I don't know how I could turn a blind eye to that and what he's been able to accomplish in that company. Um, so from a guy that would be not even on my radar to watch to being a guy that, okay, I'm, 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 I'm ready to see more. I'm excited to see more. I think I, I think that gets a nice vote. So he got my number two vote. Uh, third, again, another guy who feels like a guy now, like he feels like a guy that, that, you're not instantly grabbing the fast forward button. That's Yoshihashi. So uh, two guys that were in the uh, uh, all three of those guys, well, except Rosser, last year was in the were were in the mix and on the ballot, and our listeners voted for. Um, and you can see, and I will say this as well: some of this has to do with the fact that they were, you know, they had the New Japan had to deal with the the hand that they were dealt. Right. So, but the wrestlers have to take advantage of that. They got to take the ball and run with it. So, I think in each of those cases, even though Yoshihashi's been with the company for how long now? I mean, I don't even know how long, but it feels like forever. He's still a guy that feels like is improving each time, you know, each three months, six months, eight month span. He's gotten better and better. Next category is biggest disappointment of the year. So last year, the winner was increased shenanigans, ref bumps, interference, cheating. Second place was Ibushi's briefcase and Wrestle Kingdom booking. And third place was New Japan's lack of response to speaking out. This year, 
My picks for biggest disappointment of the year in reverse order were Foreigners Not Performing in Japan, House of Torture, and Jay White is 2021. Listeners in third place have gone for Foreigners Not Performing in Japan, 454 points. Jay White's 2021, 528. And again, runaway winners here, Dick Togo Influence slash House of Torture, 943 points. So, wow. I mean, pretty much the same thing that won last year. We just phrased it differently. Uh, it's still there. It's, it's not going away, is it, Damon? But I just, you know, we keep asking the question, who is this for? Who enjoys this? What is the point of this? I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm running out of things to say about it because it, it stinks and... And the people are speaking, and and, and and they're 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 voicing their their displeasure. And it's not just Western fans either. I think there's, from what I've glanced at online, there's a, a sizable chunk of the Japanese fan base that are rejecting this. And you know, I like seeing all the arguing online and people getting annoyed about it. And I like the funny faces and all that. And to be fair, well, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole of talking, comparing how show does his interference compared with how evil does his interference. But just when it's the same, literally the same spot in every single match with no difference or, or creative thinking behind it, it's just very, very tedious. I think the thing that stands out to me, Joel, the most is that the 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 amount of people that are all collectively saying the same things. That this is not what they signed up for, you know. They're, they're they're they don't enjoy this in their product. And again, this is not a pro wrestling illustrated most hated wrestler of the year award kind of thing. This is this is not a good thing. You don't. Yeah, want to this is t- people who are looking at the uh, the prominence of House of Torture through the Golden Series tour and thinking, uh, you know, what, I'm going to skip this one. Yep. Yeah. This is this this is the equivalent of eyeballs not on your product. This is the equivalent of your product turning people away. Um, and again, our listeners are a snapshot, but I, I, I think that, that they represent a, a lot of people um, that, that all collectively feel the same way. So, no, it's not going to change, Joel. And I don't think if we FedExed these results to New Japan offices, <laughs> it would make no difference whatsoever. I would hope that it would. It won't, but I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you because they were number one on my list, of course. Uh, number two, I went with Jay White. And I, I I put in my notes, where are you, Jay White? Question mark. That's exactly what he put. Uh, and then I went with the G1 final. Because I think that was a thing that was t- taken away from us um, by the most unfortunate of circumstances that I think everybody was looking forward to. That on paper, you know, nobody was was in a, you know, nobody thought that this would be going to be a terrible match or a bad match or even a good match. I think we were all expecting greatness, and we were excited for it because I think that collectively as a fan base we needed it. Uh, and then the injury happened. So, um, like to me, the year was a collective air being released from from a balloon. This was somebody sticking a pin in a half full balloon when we're trying to blow up the. You know, we're trying to fill up this fucking balloon, and someone stuck a pin in it. So, 
Um, yeah, that I, that was my disappointment. And again, people not being able to to travel and the COVID stuff. I mean, what are you gonna do, right? I I felt like that was the easy pick, I guess, and so I went went, went other ways. So on to your favorite wrestler of the year. So last year, winner was Hiromu, followed by Naito and Shingo. So big, big year for LIJ. This year, favorite wrestler of the year. We have the listeners voting in third place, Tetsuya Naito. Second place, Zack Sabre Jr. And first place, Shingo Takaki. So Shingo cleaning up in best wrestler and also favorite wrestler of the year. So um, yeah, Naito, I'm not surprised to see Naito that high, but Zack's made a, a big jump compared to last year. Last year, he ranked i don't even think he was even in the top 10 but by account of uh, i guess the tag work he's done at the g1 that he's had he's jumped into second place so good stuff he was my second place um no i take that back uh shingo was my second place i didn't well it wasn't a second place we didn't vote but so i had a list of okay who's it going to be uh zach was my favorite um and there there is something between the way he carries himself in the ring his ring style Matches, um, his performance, elevating the tag, straps, um, everything. I think the whole package. I just, I dig. I'm, I'm all in on, on Zach. Uh, and it was tough between Shingo and, and Zach. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see. That, that's, a, that's a good year. That good job. Especially, again, in a, aside from G1, mind you, you know, in a pre- predominantly tag environment, you know, that a guy shined that much. So, good for him. Yeah, my three were Taichi, Okan, and Despi. Number two, Okan. Look at you. Yeah, I just, I love him. I just, I love the the promos. I love the way he conducts himself. I love the entrance. He's just a fun wrestler to watch. Nice. And he's really good on social media. I like all the pictures <laughs> of all the food that he eats and the, the wacky stuff that he gets up to. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, least favorite wrestler of the year. No surprise. Last no. year, the winner was Bad Luck Farley, followed by Evil and Jado. This year, least favorite wrestler of the year in reverse order. So the listeners vote in Chase Owens, what? 195 points. Uh, Evil, 507 points. And Dick Togo, 671 points. So the top two, uh, you know, clearly echoing the biggest disappointment winner, the House of Torture shenanigans. Uh, Chase Owens, I uh, assume that's to do with the speaking out accusations. Uh, or maybe people just don't like his wrestling. Okay. I mean, if I'm just looking at it from a pure wrestling perspective, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's other people that, that I enjoy less. Uh, those people would be uh, in order. Uh, I had three, but again, I know it's just one. I had Evil as number one, and I had him above Dick Togo, and here's why. I feel like there's like this gimmick is and and everything the past two years. I I I've never. Name, name me a guy that that gets a company's top title, and they, and and his career has gone down from there. <laughs> you know, I just find that amazing. Like evil is just a complete fucking skip for me. And Dick Togo does again no favors, but Dick Togo's in the ring. What? Well, he's in the ring every match, right? But but but. Booked in a match, I'm trying to say. Uh, you know, it's not a lot. So I, I, I went evil uh, as, as my least favorite. 
And then I added as a bonus category this year, people to nominate their own award. So they could make up their own award category and a winner. So you can see those at the bottom of the spreadsheet, Damon. I don't know if you've still got it open. I don't even have, I don't have the spreadsheet open, period. Um, sh- sh- you want to go? Uh, I'll I mean, send I can, it to you. Yeah, please. I mean. Okay, there you go. I'll send it to your WhatsApp. I thought it might be fun to go through some of these. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if we go to row 277, I've pasted in a list of those entries. and I'll start reading some of them out. Uh, Can we just go randomly? Can we just pick? Yeah. Just just read out some that you thought were funny. Make All right. You go first. Smile. Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for helping us through tough times. So it's always nice to get messages like that because sometimes I think like, oh, why am I doing this? And the, the truth is it's not really for any love of New Japan Pro Wrestling at this point. It's because I know that people enjoy listening to us talk nonsense for an hour and a half, two hours every week. And I, I, yeah, I just feel like I don't want to let people down at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's the honest to God truth. Uh, all right. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Super J-Cast in a nutshell moment of the year. Riley Reed's wedding. <laughs> yes. That's a great one. Well done. Well done. Come on, get doing that. Big titted anime girl of the <laughs> year, Great Okan. <laughs> I swear. Runner up is Bishi Taichi. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right, I'll just. And so, so just to, there are some others. I'm not going to read them all out, but just references to stuff that have has been amusing over the year that maybe we haven't shone a light on in these awards, like uh, Fred Ross's promo. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, there was another one. Um, the, oh, yeah. Zack Sabre Jr.'s finishing move being called Tesco Mule Deal. Just little things like that. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And, you know, it doesn't have a place in the, the main awards category, but it's always nice to, to sort of have a little little trip down memory lane. Yeah, nice. Um, what do we got here? Twilight Zone moment of the year. The boys posting an old show by accident and me <laughs> thinking the world had regressed into dystopian chaos. <laughs> Podcast running of the year, Molly. Uh, JCast Insider Term of the Year, Pastrami Sandwich. Um, let's see here. Heel of the Year, COVID 19. There you go. I like that. Heel of the Year, Joel eating that spicy crisp. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a feud of the year, Super JCast versus Creeping Dialism. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Uh, la, 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 la. Complaint of the year, posting about nobody posting about New Japan. <laughs> yes, I to see that one. That one is a pretty good one. Uh, Big Dick Energy. Take a guess. Big Dick Energy. Somebody gave the award to El Desperado. Wow, somebody's fancying El Desperado. Nice. Um, Photoshop of the year, I broke Naito's leg. What was that? Uh... That might have been London Joel, actually. I can't remember. I think Kevin oh, yes. tweeted that out. I do remember that. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, stand-in of the year, Booze Leprechaun. Excellent job. Oh, yeah, we've got a few of those. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, deserved. promo of the year, that Naito promo where he growled like Honma for a minute straight. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, this is fantastic, too, actually. Uh, best fan sign of the year. Please show me the inside of the right shoe. <laughs> The El Phantasmo. I remember you tweeting that out, and I laughed my ass off. It was very specific, this uh, this (laughs) sign. Oh, look at this one. Pop of the year. 
Ibushi's shoulder. Ah, oh, my shoulder. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh, line reading the year, Damon and Joel performing the chap and chap in text messages. <laughs> that was good. That was very good. Go away. I'm glad we got recognition for this one. Best at baiting people on Twitter of the year at the Super J cast. Thank you. I work really hard on annoying people. Again, you can't do that anymore. You can't. You you made a uh, New Year's resolution, so yeah. Uh, just right? yeah. Okay, I'm only only posting memes from now on. Memes. We're a meme only. Uh, sex toy of the year. Somebody. Uh, get, sex toy of the year. The flashlight. Grabbing that top honor. Let me ask. Would you ever use a flash a flashlight? Have you ever used a flashlight, Joel? Have you ever? <laughs> yes, I've used so many times. <laughs> uh, a flashlight. I can't say I have. I, I. I. You have. No. No. Neither have I. Neither have I. What and what's stopping you from using it? Obviously, you. I mean, aside from the fact that, but like, what would be? No, well, so let's just say, I don't. I don't like have no time or energy know. for any of that nonsense anymore. I tell you, when <laughs> when my children are asleep, all I wanted wanted to do recently is curl up in bed and watch YouTube videos of '90s TV adverts from the UK. That's all that I've it? got the That's... physical and mental energy to do these days. That that kind of stuff is a last thing on my mind. Yeah. I just think the the cleanup would be, you know what I mean? Like you, like it's all <laughs> yeah, inside this bleak. tube, <laughs> right? Just, Looking at the, like the a terrible thing that you just did, the shame of it. <laughs> right, right, right. Then you gotta where do you dump it? You know, the toilet or like dumping your load down the sink? Like, ugh. And then you gotta and then you gotta wash it out. Like it just seems like a, a fucking chore, doesn't it? Like I don't know. It just seems like as we like to say, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, if you will. All right, we'll do a couple Quite more. literally. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you don't want to have to clean up your own juice after doing your squeeze. <laughs> yes, Joel. Yes, we've established this. Yes. That's exactly uh, Feud of the year, Antonio versus Dick Togo. <laughs> Antonio? I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, but oh, I've got, got a question from him. Don't worry. Oh, good. I don't want to Name of the year, Shift Responsibility Pride, Dick Togo. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, all right, I'll do one more. Um, uh, I'm trying to get a good one. Uh, uh, uh. Podcasters losing the will to carry on. Joel and Damon. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Dick of the year, penis Togo. (laughs) (laughs) Penis Togo. So there you go. Another successful. Can I ask you this? Can we pull back the curtain a little bit? Would you, what would you say was a percentage of drop off of votes between last year and this year? Oh man. I've just closed the tab. No, don't worry about that. I I could tell you. 1%. It was only a 1% drop. <laughs> right. Let me actually calculate this. Okay. Oh, so, you're oh, we got math going on here. While you do yeah. that, I'm going to pop three Tylenol because my shoulder is fucking killing me. All right. So one. last year, we had 434 voters. Mm-hmm. This year, we had 258. Ooh, so almost half, right? 
Way to go, Joel. How much of that is New Japan being rubbish and how much of that, you? that is me <laughs> running off on his device systematically insulting them? <laughs> Uh, 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 remember when we were top of the mountain? Boy, I'll tell you. Those were the fucking days. Those were the fucking days. Uh, all right. So thank can you. I, can I whet your appetite, please, for the upcoming New Year's Golden Series, which kicks off tonight at Korakuen Hall? Uh, let me read this card to you, okay. and you tell me if you're going to be tuning in for this. So first match, we got nope. Yuto Nakashima <laughs> versus Great Okan. Okay. Second match, Ryohei Oiwa versus Hiromi Takahashi. Mm-hmm. Third match, Togi Makabe and Tiger Mask versus <laughs> Jado and Taiji Ishimori. Jesus Christ. Fourth match, Honma, Kojima and Yano oh. against Taka, uh, Taka, Taichi and Suzuki. Fifth match, Tenzan, Taguchi, Wato versus Doki, Kanemaru and Desperado. God Sixth match, Yo, Yoshihashi, Goto, Ishii versus Sho, Dick Togo, Yujiro and Evil. And our main event, Yuji Nagata, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kasuchika Okada versus Shingo Takagi, Sanada, and Tetsuya Naito. Holy mother of God. I mean, that is just like the house show of all house shows, isn't it? Yeah. And tomorrow night is pretty much the same card. Poor Kevin Kelly traveled all that way. (laughs) (laughs) He was asking... Uh, about his show, he wanted to know uh, the downloads, like how many people down, how many people listened. Oh, I was like, no idea. Yeah, I don't that's what I said. I said, I said, Kevin. I was like, I, hey, maybe Joel has that. I'll get back to him. I'll, I'll see. I said, but I don't really think we get a lot of information. But I know it's it's one of our most popular because just but from the feedback, uh, I said, I was like, I'll get back to you, Kevin. I never got back to him. <laughs> Not because I didn't want to. I was just like, I forgot to get a hold. Here's the guy I had to get a hold of you, and then you'd have to get a hold of Rich, and then Rich would have to get a hold of you. I was just like, I, I just, the only thing I'm interested in is the donations. I just, I just want that check every month. <laughs> that was nice. I couldn't believe it. I woke up to a nice little, uh, nice little PayPal notification. There you go. Thank you so much, listeners who've donated. We we do appreciate it. everything sure, you send. We split three ways between the two of us and Editor Dan. So yep, yeah. We, we appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, well, DC says, you asked Kevin Kelly if he was in charge, what changes would he make to renew interest? So I'll ask you the same. What changes would you make? Also, of his answers, gift sharing, NJPW world revamping uh, slash app. What do you think of the odds of these happening in 2022? So yeah, Damon, if you had the book, if you were in charge, uh, what would you do to fix New Japan if if you consider it broken? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I think everybody would say keep the nonsense to nonsense appropriate times. Um, and I think that that's the case, at least um, I don't even like the fact that we're going to devalue a devalue title with a never. But, OK, let them play with the fucking nevers, all the nevers. They can they can do whatever the fuck they want. But they're still prominent in, on the shows, as we could see by this horseshit Corkin show. Um, so I would keep that to appropriate spots and make sure that it's there. That's number one. Two, yeah, I would absolutely redesign that fucking New Japan world. It's it. I don't think it's been refreshed. Like there hasn't been a new coat of paint on that fucking thing since it was launched, right? I mean, it is the same motherfucking thing over, you know, it's the same website, which is preposterous to me. Um, they got the TV deal, which was a pleasant surprise on access. Again, I think that's important. Um, I would stop running Texas. What is it with their, like, they're going back. To, I mean, I understand it's WrestleCon, but what is their fascination with, with 
with having shows in Texas. I would, I would have a ban on having shows in Texas. Um, and then um, I think it's, I mean, that's, that's, I think it's a good start, right? Don't you think? Yeah, I would agree. I think just those, those points that you outlined would be on our way. How much of those do I think will actually happen this year? I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen it since. Wouldn't you think that during a pandemic, like that would be like, okay, we can't, we, you know, if people have to work from home and people have to work, you know, like wouldn't it be like, okay, let's focus on the website. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because people are home. They were going to want to watch content. Let's, let's, let's fucking dress this thing up a little bit better than it is. So I would think, but what the fuck do I know? Little treat for you, David. I'm going to read an Antonio question. I'm going to read it in full. Only once I will read it, and you've got to give a full answer to Antonio. So make sure you're paying attention. Right, here we go. Here we go. So have question with George Jesus or Jorge Jesus, not George Jesus, sacked all those deals that are happening with Benfica and stuff. What you time you guys think Dick Togo will get sacked? One, two, three, or maybe five, given all the issues with fans and wrestlers. Because of that, have interesting question also which is also this which this which brand you guys think will and will not rebound out of these njpw nxt roh and cmlo and for njpw will rebound when dick togo and tv asahi until then it won't what's your full thoughts on my question can't wait to hear and also happy new year happy new year to you too antonio yeah Uh, damon the the floor is yours (laughs) i have no idea what the fuck you just said um I mean, I understand that English is is not his first language, from what I understand. Um, at least I hope, because if it is, boy, boy, <laughs> boy, boy. Um, are we talking about TV? I heard TV, uh, TV. So I will say, look, uh, they need TV, and they have TV obviously in Japan, and. They need TV in the States if they think they're going to gain any ground in the United States. Um, they're not going to go on Sinclair stations now that Ring of Honor is gone. I mean, we can forget about that. Um, it's it's Access TV. I mean, that's that's where they're going to be, and I think that's a good thing. Um, what Dick Togo is in there. I heard sacking, right? Did I hear a sacking of Dick Togo when that? Yeah, so I think like Dick Togo has been sacked as the manager of Portuguese football club Benfica oh. and how is that going to affect TV Asahi's gift sharing policy in terms of uh, CMLL and ROH rebounding this year that oh. was my understanding of it anyway okay that it won't have anything to do with any of those promotions rebounding um, but I will say that it's it's there that is a major TV broadcasting network in Japan. And there are people in suits that have no idea the benefits of fans of pro wrestling sharing those clips online. Um, And I think that communities, whether you're into whatever, if you're into Star Wars, if you're into skateboarding, if you're into fucking you know, the Colorado Avalanche, if you're into fucking Arsenal football, whatever the case may be, you have people in that community that self-regulate that community. 
So if they're worried about spoilers or if they're wor- worried about like complete matches or they're, if they're worried about that kind of stuff, I think that there's nothing to worry about. We know that. They don't. They're a guy in a suit. They don't fucking know. So they see copyright being infringed and they strike because that's their job. It's a shit job. Somebody's got to do it and they do it. And that's really what it comes down to. And until they smarten up about it, but let's be honest on their list of priorities. You know what I mean? Oh, let me, let me knock on the door. Uh, Bob, it's uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling here to see you. Uh, tell them I'm busy. Uh, they're at the doorway. Oh, fuck. Hey, New Japan, how's it going? Yeah, Bob, how's it going? Hey, Bob, you're a little heavy-handed on that on the, that, that gift trafficking. Ah, uh, no, I'll take uh, I got this stack of things I got to do. Well, okay. Well, see what you can do, Bob. Okay, let's go to lunch sometime. All right, go fuck your mother. Goodbye. That, that's basically it, right? That's basically the conversation in a nutshell. Poor Bob has got 500 other things. People stealing anime from, from the, you know, and he's got to worry about fucking New Japan gifts. It's, it's, the, it's the least of his concerns and the company's concerns. Thank you, Antonio, though, for your question. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that'll do it. We, again, we have a lot more questions, but we'll save them again next week. We've got those big Coracle and Hall shows to discuss. Oh, my God. Aside from that, could, could be a quiet news week. Uh, we'll see. So redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. If you want to donate some money to us, we're always very, very grateful for that. I'll need shoulder, Discord- shoulder surgery. So uh, if anybody can yes. donate. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need a new white noise machine. Uh, Discord link. <laughs> if you want our Discord link, uh, send me a private message on Twitter. I'll happily let you in. At Cobra Kawaii and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast if you want one of our t-shirts. And God, it's been months since anyone's bought a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt, people. Come on. Get get the Scampy Club one. I know I don't own Scampy anymore, but let's let the memory of Scampy as part of the SuperJCast live on. I still wear the t-shirt. A big thank you to Editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at LousyHero219. And, man, some of the, that new uh, Escape the Box oh. tune. Big, big fan of that. So, I mean, these, these videos... I mean, if you're not, first of all, if you're not following them, you, you should. But, I mean, you see the latest one with the fucking bunny and shit? Oh, my yeah, God. It's amazing. It, these are legitimate music videos. And quite honestly, better than half the fucking videos I see today anyway. Like, they're really good. I, I'm telling you, I, 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 when, when they're playing fucking Glastonbury, they better get me fucking VIP tickets so I can rub shoulders with, with Escape the Box uh, and, you know. Oasis getting back together. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, subscribe to Voices of Wrestling yeah, yeah. Podcast Network. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good network. Good shows. Uh, give us a five snake review on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Supercheckcast. Thank you everybody for listening and goodbye. Bye.